creatives my name is matthias known as that matthias kid on instagram or just tmk for short i want to welcome everyone to dreaming in red by hearts cove where dreaming in red means dreaming with energy passion strength courage and most importantly creativity we talk with creatives about the sacrifices they have made to reach their own success and look to inspire other creatives from all around the globe today i am beyond excited to introduce the guest for this episode personally one of my favorite photographers the one and only extremely talented beyond creative Mr. Alexei Reyes. Hey y'all, my name is Alexei Reyes. Um, I'm a portrait and fashion photographer. Um, I'm also a content creator, so I share my art and stuff online, like TikTok and Instagram. Um, yeah. Nice, and you said you're based in Texas, correct? Yeah, I live in Houston, Texas. Sweet, sweet. Okay, so first and foremost, just to you know, kind of get to know a little bit about yourself. What is it? What are some things that you like to do outside of photography? Outside of photography, um, I love music, so I go to concerts a lot for fun. Mm -hmm. I, I do shoot concerts with like photography, but also just like going to like see artists I like. Um, I like going outside a lot. Like Houston, I just moved here like two, three years ago, so like just checking out new parks or walking around and hanging out with friends um, has been really fun recently. Right. Yeah. So you, what's some of your favorite artists at the moment? Can you give me a few that you've been like obsessed with recently? Music artists? Yes, yes, yes. Um, I have been obsessed with Omar Apollo. Um, Dude, Sis same. Yeah. Omar is <laughs> insane. Um, SZA, of course, she's, she's probably one of my favorite artists. Um, and yeah, those are those are some of my go-tos recently. Sweet. Yeah, no, I actually just recently discovered, and I was talking to a friend of mine the other day about this same thing. Uh, I discovered him about like two to three weeks ago, so I'm fairly new, but I no discovered way. and I was like, oh, he's like Mexican-American as well. So that's another like good reason to support him. And his music is just amazing, to say the least. It's you so, know? so good. Uh -huh. So, yeah, I mean, I just discovered him. I've been in love with his music uh, as well. And like I said, I'm fairly new, but I would like to catch a concert of his sometime in the in the near future. Yeah, they're actually him and Sis are actually going on tour this spring. So I saw that. Yeah, so I'm gonna be looking into that one. Are you a Spotify or an Apple Apple user? I'm a Spotify user all the way. I yeah. I just can't I can't do Apple. I'm sorry. Oh, me too. I mean, I'm a avid like Apple user outside of like the actual software because like I'm like a MacBook person, iMac person, iPhone person, but like Spotify oh, yeah. just platform is just like I just enjoy Spotify way more than Apple Music. No, same. Same, exactly. No hate to anyone who uses Apple, but I'm just personally a Spotify person. It's just, I found it very easy. And the, although I did see today, I was on Spotify today and it seemed like my app had updated and apparently now on the like main screen of spotify it's it looks different i don't know if it's updated for everyone listening now but it, it has like huge like blocks of like today's like up hits and pop rising and hot hits usa you know how it used to be like a little square where it looked like a little album cover mm. now it's like a like a actual like moving video and it's like takes up the entire screen so you have to scroll through like an instagram feed oh spotify don't mess it up now yeah i was about to say i saw that today and i was like <laughs> uh i hope i can change this to like revert it back to normal i'll have to go through and look at it but i'm not liking how it's looking today i'll say that <laughs> uh, interesting all right so you you are background is mexican correct yes Tell us a bit about how it is being raised in a Mexican household and how you started photography 
you know, coming out of a Mexican household. And I'm interested because I'm also Mexican, so. For sure, yeah. So I, I, moved, I was born in Monterrey, Mexico, um, and I moved here around five years old. Um, I felt like I didn't have many, like, interests growing up. I was just kind of, like, going with the flow. Um, and then, like, around elementary school, I got, like, a Nintendo DSi for Christmas. Um, and it, that one, that was the one that had, like, the little camera on it. So mm -hmm. I would just, like, you know, take photos of anything I could, like, trees, leaves, whatever it was. Um, and that kind of got me interested in just taking photos. and Didn't really think much of it. I was, like, what, 9, 10? Um, and then as, as I got older, I started to like, take photos on my phone and then that transitioned into like a camera when I was in middle school. And that's kind of how everything just, you know, started from a Nintendo right. DS. So you, you would say you've been like, you've been loving the art of photography for probably most of your life. Yeah. It, it was just so natural. I, I feel like it, it was just like, oh, like. Like, I feel like I loved, I love being able to say that I can like, that like, I love being able to say that I own something. So mm -hmm. when someone's like, oh, like who took this? I'm like, oh, I did. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. That makes, that that's cool though. And I think that one of the things that a lot of people growing up and, you know, liking photography, I think one of the things, and I know at least for me that I enjoyed the most is just the ability that I had to like the feeling when I created something and like. I looked at it and I was proud of it. Like that was just such a good feeling that like it made me want to keep doing it and like keep upping the game and upping the level where I could keep being proud of new projects and keep doing things that were maybe outside of my own comfort zone the more and more that I grew and kept loving this thing. So yeah, it's very cool to, to hear that you started on a DS because that's crazy. Like, you know, <laughs> taking pictures of things on a DS is... I, I would like to actually see that. That would be a cool like little like challenge or like YouTube video actually. I wish I had my DSI. Like, those photos are probably so, like, funny and, like, random, but I don't right. have it anymore, unfortunately. <laughs> no, but wouldn't that be an amazing, like, little challenge to watch on YouTube? That would. I, I would watch it. Someone see how people see could get creative with that? Right. I want to I see someone else's DS photos. Right. Yeah, I've seen some people on YouTube that record, like, with, like, the toy cameras and, you know, mm -hmm. go out yeah. and do, like, the, some of the, like... The Toys R Us cameras, it's just, it's cool to see what, like, they can actually do. And it's like, wow, that's actually so, like, inspiring because, like, dude, it's a $5 toy camera and it's somehow working, you know? Mm-hmm. It's cool. Exactly. So what what would you say um, kind of, like, gave you that push to um, kind of when you knew this is what you wanted to do as a career? Like, you want to make money from this. You want to make this something that you can do and be able to sustain yourself. Was there something that like happened along the way, or maybe you just like felt like you were at the point where this is the the time that I need to actually like step it up and start charging people? Like, tell us a bit about how that process went. Hmm. I think going back to what you said about like growing up Hispanic and doing this, um, you know, I was doing it as a hobby for a long time. I started posting my work on Instagram in like 2013, and um, yeah, did that as a hobby for like four years. Um, and my parents, being Hispanic and like immigrants, I felt like it was one of those things. Like, mm, like what, like what is this hobby? Like, what are you getting out of it? Um, like, you know, put your time into something a little more more valuable. Right. They, they, right. thankfully, they've always been very supportive of it. But it was just like, like what's going on type of thing. Um, 
but when I was, I believe, 16 or 17, um, because I kept sharing my work on online, eventually um, an agency had reached out to me, like a creative agency, mm-hmm. and they mm-hmm. like brought me my first like paid gig type of thing. Um, and that was, I feel like those were very reassuring. So after that, I started to take it a little more seriously and like, you know, plan out my feed a little more or like, um, know, like post on a certain time of day, like all those types of analytics stuff. Um, but yeah, when I was like 16, 17, I was like, maybe this could be a job. Like maybe I don't need to force myself to go to college if I don't really want to like college is important for you know lawyers and doctors and stuff but personally Mm -hmm. I felt like from a young age I was like "Hmm, maybe I could just do this you know like I love doing it so why not turn it into a career eventually right right yeah that's cool uh so you would you are one of the people that like now has it down with like the algorithm on what time to post and what best uh things to post like would you say you got you got that mastered? Because I mean, I cannot figure out for the life of me, no matter how many YouTube videos I watch, how the algorithm works or when to post or any of that. I felt like I feel like it's it comes in waves because the algorithm changes a lot. I feel like um, at this point in my life, there's like that carelessness of like, ugh, like I can post at noon or I can post at midnight. Like, who cares? Because eventually people will see it like their stories. People can, you know, check out your story for the next 24 hours. Like right. your for you page is always bringing up videos from people you follow. So it's like I, I don't really pay much attention to it anymore, honestly. But for a long time, I, I was very obsessed with it. And it kind of influenced my work, I would say, a lot. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I kind of, you know, stopped caring too much. And I, I feel like I feel like that's OK. Yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about, you know, on kind of kind of the same note, I want to talk about your following. So would would you say there was a point in time where it was like one of those things that it just like, boom, you something blew up overnight and all of a sudden your followers just started growing or would you say it was like a steady incline? Uh, um, It was a pretty steady incline on Instagram since I started in 2014. Mm-hmm. There was like, you know, a whole photo community back then where people would just like, like if a, if a photographer posted a photo, it it get twenty k likes, and you'd gain like five k followers in a day. Wow. Um. But yeah, Instagram was wow. pretty. Yeah, it was a really it was a really cool time. But Instagram was like that for a long time. Um. And then in twenty twenty, when TikTok became popular, um, I did kind of regain a much of a larger following on there, and then transferred people over to my Instagram. So it's been steady on one side, and then kind of or like a faster incline on video uh, content right okay yeah so you would say you you post mainly on instagram right i'd say mainly on tiktok in terms of like content yeah because oh, okay it's since quarantine like tiktok kind of became my like full-time job so that's been like a big focus instagram i feel like I'm starting to share reels again, but for a long time I stopped just because they weren't doing well and it kind of like I felt uninspired by them. I'm starting to get back on Instagram. Um, you know how I feel like there was like a lot of talk of how it kind of died earlier ne- earlier last year, mm-hmm. but um, I've heard some good updates about how they're like you know prioritizing photos again and stuff like that. So 
right. we'll see what happens but for now tiktok's been a big uh, priority for me okay so on the topic of reels um i, I think from what you're talking about like how instagram is supposed to bring it back up to like you prioritize photos now and um, I feel like they've been saying that for a while, though. Like, maybe it's just me or maybe I've been hearing the wrong things, but I feel like they've been saying that for a while and then somehow it's it's still just reels that have, like, the best engagement for some reason. Yeah, I, I feel like I'm trusting it a little more because I've read more news articles about it. Mm-hmm. And one thing about Instagram, I used to actually be, um like, have, like, an internship at Instagram when I was a teen. Um, There, there was this program called, like... um teen collective like ambassadorship type of deal where i've met like other teenagers across the country not necessarily everyone was a creator but you just like we got to test features out and give the team feedback and stuff like that so Mm, one thing i've learned over the yeah and like one thing i've learned over the years has been like when instagram says something or announces something in like a news article it'll take them a few months to like actually until we actually see some change so you know maybe wait it out give it like the summer i feel like photos are coming back i feel like yes. you know photography will never die but they're starting to realize how much we actually care for them so instagram mm-hmm. please get on instagram. it please <laughs> no please yeah. like okay i want to talk about your creative portraits because uh you have to be probably in my top three favorite photographers at the moment for sure I enjoy seeing all your work on my feed. So I want to talk about your creative portraits for a second here. Um, first thing I want to talk about is I saw that you did um, an album cover for Kyra. Yeah, it was for their EP. By the way, EP, thank you yeah. for the compliment. <laughs> no, no worries at all. Um, my pleasure. But um, yeah, it was their EP, their first EP that they had released. Um, it was They're actually friends from here in Houston. And I met them over TikTok and over quarantine and stuff like mm-hmm. that. But they had reached out because um, the EP is kind of like a it's paying like honor to the city. So they I feel like they wanted a Houston photographer for it. Oh, cool. um, and yeah, that was fun. That, that was I feel that was my first time photographing an artist like album or like anything for like Spotify and stuff like that. Yeah, that's that's sick. So if you guys haven't haven't heard and you're listening to this, go check out um and and know that the what is the album the name of that ep it's um letters to houston from houston love letters from houston <laughs> love letters from houston go, guys if you're listening uh go check that out um alexei took the photos for that ep so when you guys see that know that it's it's alexei that took those very very cool shots um, I just wanted to quickly touch on that because I saw that earlier today and I was just like, wow, those like just the shots are so cool. And like I listened to the music as well, like very good artist as well. Yeah, no, they're they're absolutely killing it. But yeah, it, so they're local to Houston a- as well, you said. Yeah, they're locals. I think they're in L.A. now, but um, yeah, I, I think they grew up here. OK, cool. Cool. Yeah, that's that's cool. So talk talk to us about your creative process. Like, do you work on projects um, like I guess what I'm trying to say is, do you kind of create your own projects and like have creative freedom to do that with most of your shoots, or is like most of your work like something that the client reaches out to you and says, "I have this idea, can you make it come to life?" Or do, do people kind of give you the creative freedom to kind of help them out with that? 
Yeah, um, I think because of being like a video creator on TikTok, I've been able to have much more like creative freedom. I I would definitely say when when quarantine started, a lot of my photography, like only type of work and gigs, kind of stopped because you know we couldn't do photo shoots, but. Ever since that, I've been mainly like ninety five percent doing like TikTok content and TikTok photo shoots, um, right. for like a better explanation. But um, yeah, those give me a lot of creative freedom, and I just you know present the brand or the client with my idea and kind of you know get a little bit of feedback. But for the most part, they kind of let me do what I want, which is really cool. Um, cause I, I feel like I have a lot of ideas in my head. Um, just mm-hmm. need like, just need the right production or like budget to execute them. Yes. But, yeah. Really, really glad. It's like really glad I get to like, you know, have my own spin on, on a lot of the projects I do. Yeah. I can tell based on all your work on just Instagram and, and, uh, seeing it that you have a lot of creative uh, ideas and a lot of creative things to offer to anybody you work with and that's just uh, something amazing to see because it's different right and people like to see refreshing content they don't like to see the same stuff over and over and over again so it's very good to be able to see the the difference and the you know rarity of your work because it is i mean it's i see some things that you do and it's like i don't see that anywhere else or like i don't see any other photographer creating like this so yeah, it's very, very, very cool. I want to talk about the shoot that you did based on La Loteria with um, Basi. Yes, 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 yes. I saw that. That was the first shoot that I saw. Um, I think I was scrolling through Twitter, and that's how I even just like discovered you. I scrolled to Twitter, and I saw that. Um, and I obviously had followed him from watching his TikToks, and I saw the photo shoot, and I was like, whoa, this is nuts. And I like that you incorporated the, the, like, Mexican aspect to it because that's so cool. Yeah, that shoot was really cool because I've been meaning to do more um, more photo shoots based around, like, my our culture. So when Bazi had reached out, it was actually, like, a client type of shoot. Um, I brought him the idea, and he was just so down for it. And yeah, we just played, we just kind of like paid homage to La Loteria. You know, we all grew up mm-hmm. kind of playing that and um, just it, thought it would be cool to put it in some sort of editorial studio space and kind of play with that. Oh, for sure. If, if you guys are watching on the YouTube uh, video, the pictures will be on screen that we're talking about. So you guys can see these are insane. I absolutely love these photos. And maybe some of these people you'll know from TikTok or you'll just uh, recognize them. Um, who are some speaking of that who are some people that you've worked with that maybe like you think are like well i never thought i'd be able to like work with these people or get to create with these people i feel like i didn't really think much about like i don't know it's it's a weird question because since i feel like i've been on social media for so long now i'll meet some people and then they'll end up like you know doing other things in the future that'll like you know make them blow up and stuff Mm -hmm. Um, I've shot with like Olivia Rodrigo in the past or like Emma Chamberlain, um, back when they were kind of starting out, like we were all in this, like, you know, like teenagers trying to become content creators and I, I, you know, like I shot them and now I like, you know, I love Olivia's music. I like, I watch Emma Chamberlain. So it's kind of, that's kind of a cool little 
think that I get to like, you know, tell my friends and stuff like, oh, like, you know, they're really cool people in real life and stuff like that. But yeah. Um, yeah. So you so you kind of like shot for them and worked with them while they weren't you you all were kind of growing together. So it's not like you could say like that you were like mind boggled by shooting for them because at the time you guys were all kind of just growing together as a whole so there wasn't really much to be mind boggled by it was just like a normal human next to you kind of thing and um i guess my question is like anybody now where you sit and where you stand in life um that you would maybe be like looking forward to shooting with or that would be a dream of yours to shoot for that you know maybe you want to work towards yeah over the past two years i've been real. i've like always wanted to shoot with um kiki palmer mm-hmm. i just think she's so funny and like her personality is just the best and i also grew up with her so um shooting people like that like sizza love her music um that'd be super cool and just like a cool like oh like get to meet you and like create art with you like that that's right. the best feeling do you ever reach out to people first in regards to doing like a photo shoot or maybe someone that you see that you want to work with instead of it being the other way around where clients kind of reach out to you? Do you ever have that where you're the one that reaches out and kind of offers someone something? I definitely reached out before. Um, I feel like when you're starting out, you always have to, you know, put yourself out there first and get out of, out of your comfort zone. So I reach out to people. I don't always get responses, but, um, you know, it doesn't hurt to try. It doesn't hurt to email um, mm-hmm. kind of stock and see like where the manager's email is. Um, but yeah, always good to reach out to people. Yes, hundred percent. So one of the things when, when starting is uh, that I get a lot from, you know, different people in this area. And one of the main questions is like, how long would you say do you shoot for free? And when do you know, like when it's time to start charging, what would be your advice on that? Um, Personally, I feel like my experience, there's been a lot of confusion and like feeling lost when it comes to pricing things. Um, I did like the whole like senior portrait, portraiture and stuff um, early on because I needed money and I I wanted to like get a camera and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, But after a while, I like stopped doing it, doing them, even though like I did need money for like focusing your time on things you actually want to achieve in the future and sometimes like very helpful it's kind of like manifesting but you're like you're putting action into it instead of just words um so a charging has like been been all over the place but it's a little different now because the tiktok and like content creators the economy is like huge like it's growing every day and so um, it's been a weird influx, but yeah, I was talking to like a photographer friend yesterday who said he shoots like $300 magazine covers, mm-hmm. which is crazy. Like that, that's how much you get paid for that. I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, it's, you just kind of have to be able to know your worth. And if you're a photographer catering to people in your like city, like kind of look at other photographers, what they charge and. Um, don't compare your work compare your like kind of work ethic and how much you're putting into how much time how much um, equipment you're putting into all that stuff right i like that i like that don't compare your work compare your work ethic that's the new quote of the day for for today i like that um one of the things that i noticed about your work and that i wanted to bring up is the fact that um 
so you you do do concerts maybe not as much um as i see uh, uh for your creative portraits stuff but um how is it like um just want to briefly touch on it how's it like shooting concerts and uh what would you say you enjoy most about shooting concerts when you do get the chance um concerts are definitely such like a hobby to me like i don't i rarely get paid to do concert photography um but i do it a lot because i just love like music like i said earlier like signing mm-hmm. up to shoot like my the artists I, that are on my playlist is always so fun because i get to be you know up front get photos of them so it's like mixing my passion and like a hobby together and it's like it's just the best of like the two things that i love in life music exactly. and uh, photography yeah the best of both worlds for sure when i shoot concerts i always try to aim to be able to shoot for con for artists that i listen to so being able to to be there and be up front and be able to just capture moments that are like people that i never thought i would be able to be that close to and then on top of that like seeing a full-on performance and full-on show while i'm doing my thing is like you just can't beat it in my opinion it's the best um what what is one of the most uh proud moments in your life so far whether it be maybe photography related or not like what is a moment that you can look back on and just tell me about that you think okay this is this has to be one of my most proudest moments of my life um i in 2019 um i got an award from instagram for like uh it was like an identity award for being hispanic and being like an artist on instagram um and i'll never forget this moment but i like accepted the award in front of like some of my favorite actors and like icons growing up like um Eugenio Derbez, wow. Melo. And it was such a cool moment because i had my mom was in the audience as well and just like it just made me feel really proud of myself and kind of it was like a huge reassurance like oh like, like this can be my career you know like I may sometimes have do- have some doubts in my work and in myself, but other people see like what I can do, so it's like very like reassuring. It, it was a cool, very cool moment. Oh, that sounds insane! Like the names you just you just name dropped was like wow, yeah, that's insane. That's oh, crazy. Yeah. Congrats on that. I had no idea, but I'm glad you shared that with us and everyone listening because that's awesome. That's awesome to Thank know. You. Yeah. yeah. Congrats. How is it living uh, in Houston and being a creative? Because uh, I spoke to somebody last week, an episode where they lived, they live in Los Angeles. And I feel like Los Angeles is the place to be for most creatives. Um, so how, how have you liked it? How, how do you think it feels to be in Houston and being a creative um, with whether it's photography or music or whatever it is? Like, do you think Houston is a good spot to be for that? Or do you like kind of agree that Los Angeles is the place? Houston is definitely one of my new favorite cities because I actually moved here three years ago. I lived in Dallas for a long time. I don't really like Dallas, <laughs> no shade, mm-hmm. but um, Houston is such a cool city because it's like growing creatively a lot. Like there's fashion shows, nightlife is really cool. Photographers and like video, like filmmakers and stuff. Like there's stuff going on every week, I feel like. Um, so for now I'm very happy here um, in terms of like LA. I do like visiting a lot, but I'm not sure I would say, like, moving there for now is an option or, like, I, I'd, I'd really like to because um, I feel like also New York is a, an amazing place for artists. I feel like L.A. is more content creator-based. Right. Um, like, there's right. a lot of tech companies there that are in brands that, like, host stuff for creators. But 
New York recently has been such a go-to spot. Like I, I went to Fashion Week for the first time and that week alone was like super inspiring. Like so many artists, so many um, designers and people to just network with. Like it, it's a it's a cool city, but yeah, I love Houston for now. Got you, got you. So um, as far as your work and your workflow goes, do you primarily use Lightroom or is it like Photoshop Lightroom mixed or just Photoshop? What is your workflow like? I use Photoshop for all my composites. So like the um, Bassy photo with the cards falling mm-hmm. on him, like had to composite that together. So that was a Photoshop, but I do all my color grading using um, Lightroom. And then I use a little bit of Procreate on my iPad to add some like more so like highlights, shadows, or just like a glow to the photo and different brushes to add like colors or change colors of objects when I'm too lazy to like use my computer to do it in Photoshop. Um, So yeah, I use a mix of those three mainly. Okay, got you. Are you uh, into video at all? I'm not into video actually. I've, throughout the years, like I've had a lot of like, People push me to, you know, try video. I've tried it. It's fun. But, like, personally, I love, like, creating content, like, on my phone with it. Like, I I kind of, mm. the, the, the process of, like, getting a camera out and filming and, like, worrying about the audio and color grading, the, like, all right. of that is, like, eh, like, I love photography. Like, I feel like sometimes you don't have to be everything if, mm-hmm. you, if you're not passionate about something. So, yeah, I love photography for now, but maybe in the future, you never know if um, music videos sound fun. So I don't right. know. Maybe in the future. Right. For now, you're you're very into the short for short, short form uh, videos and just like the quick access. Yes, I love an easy like an easy way to still make videos, but, you know, not have to deal with the whole process of gotcha. filmmaking. Got you. So I also saw on your page, um, and I don't want to pronounce this wrong. Um, it's U N I A. Unia. Yes, Unia. Is that anything you want to speak about? Yeah. Um, yeah, Unia magazine is a like publication I started. Um, it originally was a blog for photographers. Like back in 2015, it would repost people's like. Um, photography on Instagram like shout out and feature pages were a huge thing back then so mm-hmm. it started off as that just to build community and um, inspire people to you know keep creating um, just having that repost meant a lot to me specifically um, just boosted me to keep going right. um, so that's why I started it I just feel like it was important to have community and um, as far as I think 2022 or 2021 um, I transitioned that into more of a like publication where we can, you know, interview artists, um, cover concerts and have people submit to it. Um, and we're currently working on our print issue for our first print issue, which is really exciting. But yeah, Unia is open to any artists. If anyone's interested in like submitting work or art, that'd be really cool. And I'd, um, I'm really excited to, you know, keep working on that. Right. Yeah, that's that's a great project, and I think that the idea that you said that you started it as a feature page. I remember back in the day as well when like having features on Instagram pages or photography uh, feature pages was like a big thing. That's actually a very good idea. I don't know if it's as big now to have like the feature pages, but definitely back then I, I do realize and, and understand how big it was to be featured and to be shared on a feature page like that. So that actually probably helped a lot in growing your your uh, media publication that is now. 
um at the beginning right yeah yeah for sure i i kind of miss it like the whole like like people doing like joining um contests and submitting photos and then getting Mm -hmm. reshared that that was such a cool time talk to me about any creative meetups or anything that you've done i also went in and did some research on some other on your youtube and do you guys have many creative meetups that are in like local in houston that you do or that you um attend yeah we hosted our first union meetup um this past summer i think in august we had like a bunch of people come out take photos and just meet network with other creatives um and i'm definitely planning to do more this year um hopefully in other cities too i've hosted meetups in la as well so maybe we could do some union stuff down there um Mm -hmm. but yeah that that'd be that'd be cool so exciting well I want to ask you just one more question and kind of wrap up the episode in this in this way. Um, and as you know, the purpose of Dreaming in Red podcast is to inspire, to kind of push creatives to further outbreak the any barriers that they may be facing within themselves. Um, and the idea of Dreaming in Red is just dreaming with intent, having that purpose, that passion to accomplish something that that you want to accomplish. I want to know from you: Is there anything this year, twenty twenty three? It can be more than one thing. Um, that you are very intently looking to accomplish some of your goals. Um, just kind of tell us about that. Um, so my goals this year would definitely be to create more um, more f- photos. Um, I think in the past years, I focused a lot on video creation, like for content creation. But um, I kind of want to bring it back to like my true passion, which is photography and focus more on doing more collaborative stuff with like stylists and uh, makeup artists and I love a team like production Mm -hmm. so just reaching out to people and getting more of those um, really good shoots out where I think a lot think through them a lot have a lot of creative like um, a lot of creativity behind them Um, I'd be that's something I'm really looking forward to this year Sweet. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, a lot of the times when you work in a creative project with other people, whether it be stylist, um, makeup artist, whatever it may be, um, colorist, um, it just feels that much more rewarding because there's so much work going into it, not just from you, but from the people around you that are putting it work into the same project that when it's done, you know, that rewarding feeling is just something that's like you just can't describe because it just feels so good. Yeah, and it's always that like, that one thing that the stylist points out or like someone gives you an, a little idea that like, you know, changes the whole thing. So having people around you, especially creative people, is such a essential thing to like have in your life. So, yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Well, Alexei, thank you so much for your time, uh, for talking to us and for just sharing your, your experience with us along the years that you've done this. Um, if I'm ever in Houston, I would love to stop by and grab a coffee with you or just kind of chat with you and pick your brain. Uh, I do come down to Texas maybe quite a bit, quite more often than than I actually think probably. So if I'm ever down there and you're open to grabbing a coffee or just chatting, I would absolutely love that. You're a very creative person and I am inspired by you. And I'm sure a lot of people listening to this that may not know you yet or that will discover you are extremely inspired by you and will be inspired by you because your work is beyond phenomenal. I'm a hundred percent like a fan I, I will say that proudly because also like i mentioned before i love supporting uh people that are also in my culture 
I support everyone, right? But I like supporting more. It just kind of hits a little more when it's people that, you know, are within your same culture, Mexicans and Hispanics. And it's because we don't have too many successful people, you know, in the United States. So it does mean a lot exactly. that you're doing creative things and, and you're stopping by today to speak with us. So thank you so much for doing that. Is there any last words that you want to say also? Uh, after that, you can just kind of plug your social media so people can follow you everywhere. Sure. First off, thank you so much for having me. Um, and yeah, I, I feel like that I, I, I don't have anything else to say, but if anyone hearing this um, has any questions for me or wants to lear learn more about uh, my process, um, you can check out my Instagram at Alexei Reyes or my TikTok at Alexei. I share a lot of tutorials and uh, behind the scenes and share my process with people. So yeah, you can find me there. Sweet. There you guys have it. Thank you guys for listening to another episode of Dreaming in Red. We hope that you can continue to pursue your goals and dreams. And that will be it for this episode. Thank you once again to Alexei. Uh, we appreciate your time. And we wish you the best in this upcoming year. And hope you accomplish all it is that you want to accomplish. Uh, so thank you again. And thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys, the viewers on YouTube. We appreciate it. Uh, and that'll be it. See you guys in the next one. Peace.